Yeah. Playing in your systems, everybody gon' see. We be hitting every note because we keep it on key. Playing in your systems, everybody gon' see. We be hitting every note because we keep it on key. You ain't know what time it is, we give you updates. If you watch us in the morning or you're sitting up late, time to talk about the trends from the net to TikTok. Touching every genre, right from EDM to hip hop. Man, playing in your systems, everybody gon' see. We be hitting every note because we keep it on key. Playing in your systems, everybody gon' see. We be hitting every note because we keep it on key. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the On Key podcast, the only podcast you need to delve into the music trends and listening habits of Australian music lovers like you. My name is Kimmy and I'm here with three of the On Key hosts, Ash, Fina and Harry, and for the first time we have gathered around the microphone to talk about the convergence of genre. Hey team, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Ash. I'm Fina. And I'm Harry. Awesome. So if you're interested, we also have a Spotify account that has playlists curated by our beautiful hosts and as well as a new playlist each week where you'll be able to find any of the songs we mentioned in today's episode. The link to these playlists will be in the show notes. So I guess that brings us to our first conversation. What's everyone's favorite current song? Fina, what's on repeat? So for me, there is a hill which I will die on. There's a song called Half Love by um, an artist called Red Hearse, which is comprised of... um, uh, a pop artist, an R&B artist, and a rap artist, and they've come together to create like the most unique-sounding, um, upbeat kind of love song. Yeah, I I just love it so much. <laughs> I did give that a listen, and it was very interesting and just really just different and fun. Exactly, things. I just love things that are different. Yeah. Um, my favorite song at the moment would be Body by Mother Mother. It is a kind of uh, alt-rock kind of vibe to it. With just lyrics that are like a little bit disturbing and just a little bit different and just give this really like fun vibe. And I don't know, I've just, I've always just really been intrigued by it. It's really good to jam out to in the car. Yeah, Mother Mother's like that kind of edgy rock Mm. that you listen to when you just want to kind of like scream it out in the car. (laughs) Yeah, just want to lose your mind a little bit. Yeah. Sounds Mm -hmm. good, sounds good. Uh, Yeah, my favourite song at the moment would probably be um, No Halo by Brockhampton. Um, it's quite a old song, actually. I'm pretty sure it was like 2016, 2017 when that one came out. And I would probably describe that genre to be a rap, but on the more so mellow side of rap. Um, it is quite an interesting listen, and I find that you can listen to that one if you want to hype yourself up, and I find it really good when you're also really down. But yeah. Yeah, I feel like Brockhampton is really good at just mixing up their genres, mm. and they're just proud of, like, what they are. They're not trying to fit into any boxes. Like, they really have this fun, kind of, like, poppy overtone to some of their songs, which can be a blast. They do mention One Direction a lot <laughs> while they're singing, which is always great to hear. Yeah. We love a good cameo. And it's just, they're always so fun. Like, mm. I think Brockhampton's such an interesting artist. Yeah, it's definitely. really one to look out for. Yeah. yeah. You one use the words one. upbeat, and I, I think that just sums it up. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. for sure. They're so fun. Mm. So, I guess all of your songs are really diverse. What genre do you think the song belongs to, and why would you say that? Yeah, so this song definitely has um, an R&B feel to it, but... Um, the producer of it is a guy called Jack Antonoff. Um, he has produced many of Taylor Swift's albums, um, as well as Lord. So he's like, he's wow. the true king of pop. Yeah, he's a pop, he's a pop man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So um, you can definitely feel his influence in it. Yeah. That's really interesting. I think 
having some like a producer like that on board they really do create a signature sound no matter what genre of like artists they're working with they do tend to leave like their little like sprinkle of signature on it and you're oh that sounds kind of like this and it'll be like completely it'll be like pop and then like a rock song but you just kind of you hear that little twinkle in it Mm. and i think it's so interesting um my song kind of falls into a like alt rock kind of genre but i feel like it has like almost like that like emo overtones and has like just those themes that you kind of hear in more like emo music and like the influence that you can kind of hear in um like young blood's earlier songs and like with his first album 21st century liability you can hear a lot of those same themes so really it's kind of a little over the shot but i think overall it can be encompassed in like an alt rock type genre definitely i reckon that's very accurate on that Mm. one um, so yeah, with my song No Halo with Brockhampton in it, um, I believe that it would be on the mellow rap side of things, uh, only because there are some times in the song where it is very fast rap, but there are also times where it's very melodic, very sort of chill, and there are some um, parts in that one where there is a female speaking at quite a soft tone, which I find very nice and very soothing in the song, just to sort of... Um, contradict what's contradict yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. that's what i was looking for i really like how um there's there are a lot of songs coming out these days that have different like sections to it so mm. it's not just like you know verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus it's more like okay we're gonna have like um a song that sounds like uh, a section that sounds like it's come from a pop song and then a section where we're gonna break it down and turn it into like this yeah. like hard very rock much section. like a bohemian rhapsody effect exactly mm. you get that kind of rock opera feel to yes. it and it's just it's taking you on a journey throughout the entire ex- it's like a full-on experience it's not just a song it tells a story yeah I think a really good song as well when we're talking about the convergence sort of of, of the genres is, is like Old Town Road with like Billy Ray Cyrus and Lil Nas. Like those two people normally you would never put them in a song, but they just work so well together. And it was such a successful song as and well. And topping country charts yeah, for, a, exactly. for a brief time. Yeah, yeah, before they decided that it wasn't country music. But yeah. I, I still think that was incorrect and it, it hits all those notes that country music it had the criteria it did exactly, it, it met yeah. those criteria and it just it put a new age spin on country music it added a little bit of um pop and r&b and it just it was such an interesting mix and it like anything with billy ray cyrus really should be country <laughs> orientated he just he's, he's really good at it isn't I, he? I don't think he can stray far from his no genre. i don't think he could and the mullet it just makes <laughs> the yeah. whole the whole experience so, doesn't it we've spoken about a lot of genres we've spoken about you know alt rock and we've spoken about rap and we've spoken about country what do you think the boxes are for each of these genres what boxes do need to be ticked is it subjective to the listener what are we thinking i think there are a few like boxes that you can kind of um, help you figure out where a song would fit in what genre. Like uh, for rock, you might hear a lot of really heavy um, drums that really set a really fast, full beat. Um, and maybe like it's just, it's usually sticks to more of an upbeat, fast kind of tune. Um, and then like R&B very much has maybe more of like a mellow yeah. um, backing track and a lot more focus on... Um, the lyrics and stuff like as rhythm and blues like it's that's what it is it's a lot Mm. of focus on like just really funky beats but a lot more mellow and overlaid with really interesting lyrics yeah so yeah i think it's um 
it's definitely a shift that's uh, coming from the R&B sort of side of things. Like we were in that bubblegum pop sort of phase of music and now I feel like we're getting to the very end of it with all that Taylor Swift and... Um, bit of Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia she's Rodrigo. she's oh God. punching. Don't there. even get me started on that <laughs> album, guys. I could do an entire episode on her. <laughs> no, I, I love that because um, I feel like this might sound crazy, but R&B is like a transition between pop and rap. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. It just... It's the middle ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why it appeals to a lot of people. It's not an extreme. Mm. Definitely meets in the middle. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And uh, R&B was, had such a huge influence on pop like in the early 2000s. It was mm. like we came out of um, like the 80s and 90s with a more like grunge kind of um pop music phase with um nirvana and whatnot we went like we got pulled into this like more like r&b influence before we like jumped out the other end with like katy perry taylor yeah. swift <laughs> and this like bubblegum princess pop star yeah it's like it, the cycle goes grungy like heavy, heavy kind mm-hmm. like yeah. kind of music and then it'll go to r&b and then mm. it'll go back to pop like really yeah. upbeat it happy, just cycles. and then it'll go back to r&b and yeah. then it'll go back to heavy oh. rap you know yeah so uh with this evolution who do you think decides what popular music is i think a lot of it will come from culture and i think it's a really interesting conversation is to figure out like the chicken and the egg like Mm. does music influence um popular culture and so what's happening in the media is that influenced by what's happening in the music world or is it around so like we've reached this stage where um, a huge part of popular culture at the moment is female empowerment and like owning your body and doing all those type of things with the Me Too movement, Time's Up, stuff like that. And we've reached this like um, resurgence of like really strong, powerful female rappers and like Megan Thee Stallion, we have... Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Like Lizzo. Lizzo, everything. And they're just unapologetically... um, like like female about female sexuality yeah just like hanging out with your friends being hot having a good time <laughs> yeah there's there's no uh patriarchal pressures to it they're not saying oh i'm so sexy men love yeah. me like no i'm just having a grand old time i'm living my life and i think it's definitely reflected by like what everyone socially is doing everyone's mm. having their hot girl summer yeah. Possibly because of the music that's being released or the music's being released because everyone's having a hot yeah. girl summer oh and they god. want us to have something fun to listen to. Like just being in the club and then Lizzo comes on. Oh my god, men are scared. Yeah, that's pretty it's unreal. Just, <laughs> you're just oh, having the best time. Like, you know what? Don't need a man to dance with right now. I'm getting jiggy with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important concept is that popular culture and popular music are very much intertwined and what's happening in culture will be reflected in music and vice versa i think a really good example with that one would obviously be tiktok and stuff like all of the songs on tiktok that are popping off are all about women empowerment being positive uh body positive and just like having a good time with your mates and stuff like hashtag girl boss <laughs> that's the one that's yes. the one <laughs> so what social value does genre bring what social value does this popular music bring to society 
Yeah, so I I love it when you ask someone that like, what's your music taste? They some people get really defensive about it, and I think mm. it's because it tells a lot about a person. Like, you can really gauge their personality. I'm sorry, this might just be, be me, but I do, I do put a lot of like value in no. what I listen to and what other people listen to. Yeah, totally. And I find as well, like as you talk about being so like conscious about your music, like whenever you get into into the car with some people, they just refuse to put their music on the right, like on the speakers because they yeah, just like, don't want. Yeah, like how to be- bad could it exactly. be? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Unless they're putting on like musical theater that I'm like, ah, you can leave, you can get out. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I kind of fall on the opposite end of the spectrum. I am a type of person. I listen to a little bit of everything. And I think like, yes, that can be reflected in my personality is I don't really f- like uh, fit into one aesthetic. I kind of just cruise about, mm. have a good time. Um, but yeah, people I know who like, they're the sweetest people I've ever met. They're just bubblegum girly, beautiful. And I'll get in the car and, like, they've got Screamo on. I'm yeah. like, what is going on here? And I'm like, this must be where all your anger goes. Because- but I feel like, yeah, that's also the beauty of having such diverse opinions as well. Like, you get so many different people who you wouldn't expect to like this genre. And they absolutely love a completely opposite one to their complete personality and stuff. Yeah, it's really interesting. Mm. Like, yeah, I... I'm quite a nice person, <laughs> I would like to say. I can, I'm quite easygoing and um, bubbly, but oh my gosh, sometimes I'm in the car and I think I scare the people around me. Like, I'm in my little white little bubble car and I'm like, screamo, emo music, just... Mother, mother on full yeah, blast. Yeah, literally just absolutely yelling at the top of my lungs. And I think it's just such an interesting, like, uh, broach to someone's personality. It's like, yeah, sometimes you're like... You see that, like, girl who's just, you know, she loves, you know, all of her pretty clothes and... But music then just gives you a deeper understanding of who mm. they are. Like, yeah. you, you can see someone at face value and you maybe how their dress might be like, oh, well, they listen to, like, punk rock or mm. something like that. Yeah. But then you get in the car with them Taylor and they put, on, yeah, they put the on Taylor yeah. Swift on loop and you're like, oh, so <laughs> your water runs a lot deeper. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point, really, <laughs> is that, like, what you see at face value... Might only be one of their playlists. Yeah, like, exactly. Playlists. You got to get the whole Spotify experience. Yeah, you don't see all the private ones. They don't let anyone <laughs> see. <laughs> so we've spoken a lot about popular music. Where do you believe popular music will be in the next five to ten years? What's on Spotify? Um, what current genre is moving into the popular music sphere? Um, I'll start off on this one. I honestly reckon that bass and EDM and just electronic music is going to pop off I reckon in maybe not the next probably 10 years but I reckon the next five years just because everyone I feel is obsessed with going I don't know about you guys but I'm obsessed with going out and going and having a good time and the best music I feel to dance to is electronic dance music or something with a really heavy bass like we've had um Tiesto's The Business and stuff come out and that's been a really popular song across like the Spotify charts on SoundCloud and then yeah I feel like just house music in general is always a good time but yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree with what you're saying mm. and um EDM music will definitely have its spot, but as far as it goes with like what I think will be popular and like chart topping, I feel like house will probably stick towards more towards its niche. Yeah. Because I don't think it's one that could be enjoyed by like mass audiences. Like yeah, you're not going to be like at the beach. On a Sunday afternoon, speak for yourself. Sounds like a good time to me. Um, so I think, yeah, house is definitely it will continue to gain popularity. But I think in terms of like what's going to be 
like the new pop music, the new bubblegum pop. I think it's gonna we're gonna head back more towards the um like the R and B, but it like this one, like we spoke about with the cultural um reflections, I think it's gonna be a lot less patriarchal and a lot more about like female empowerment. And there'll be a lot of influence of that as we in the next five years as we hit more towards like R&B music again and we come out of this like bubblegum pop phase. Yeah. yeah, if you were to say someone who would be like an R&B artist at current time who you think would be like popular as well in five years time, do you have anyone in, like, in mind? That is a great question. Um, I reckon like a pioneer for like the new age industry, I reckon like Sweetie and like Dolce Cat is like they've, they've really hit it off in the last like year and if their music continues to evolve as their career grows, I think the rest of the industry will follow with them. Yeah, I reckon you're right on that one too. Yeah. I so- do, like, I'm a sucker for some classical instrumentation, but um, electronic music is just making music so much more accessible mm-hmm. to everyone. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you just have so much more variety as well in the ways that you can make music. And with that, you're getting a lot of, like, diversity yeah within um the types of music being produced yeah so as long as there's a synth in mm. there i'm happy girl <laughs> i think also yeah sorry with that one um oh, no, i don't even know what i was gonna say um yeah so yeah with that one i feel the sampling as well of different songs that are coming out that have been popular in the past are now resurfacing and people are putting their different spin on it and making remixes that are turning into these house and electronic dance tracks and they're becoming popular. So I feel like maybe, I don't know about five, even I said I don't know about 10 before now, I don't know about five, <laughs> but I reckon in the next couple of years, it's definitely going to start popping off with the sampling of music from previous um popular songs into this dance and house yeah like genre. the um i could totally get where you're coming from with mm. that like even now remixes are huge oh massive and a lot of the time some remixes will go like viral on tiktok or something and suddenly they're more popular than the original exactly and the thing is you get a bunch of like younger kids listening to this stuff and being like oh this song is sick and then all these like you know older generations going like oh you guys are a bit are a bit behind yeah but it's just it's just giving these songs new life oh, like totally. i i'm totally not against it i mm. love it mm-hmm. yeah i agree mm. sorry my microphone's actually really soft <laughs> it's okay it's just making the most it won't affect all the other audios but see how it's like not connecting in mm. really do you need to use mine for your next bit maybe it's yeah. really you can't hear it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i might just like lean over and we might just like this yeah i don't want to fuck up your ears okay. i'm gonna spin it you finished really nicely anyway, so I was going to go. Okay, so yeah, 25. Um, so why do you believe there's this cultural shift in popular music? Why do you believe that it changes, you know, every five to ten years? I think it works the same way fashion does. And like there's just a 20 year cycle. I think it keeps things interesting and I think if people if we kept listening to the same music that was popular forever people would get so bored so I think this like evolution is necessary to keep things rolling to keep creativity flowing otherwise things get stale really quickly definitely a breath of fresh air as well when you hear this new music these new genres that you haven't heard before and then like uh, as we were talking about before with the resurgence of the R&B that was around in the 2000s and now we're in like 2020 one and it's gonna be very right yeah i know (laughs) i was like geez i'm 21 this year um 
But yeah, I think it's just also so sick to see it come back. And like, as you said with fashion, I feel like denim as well is something that's <laughs> definitely going to come back. Are you kidding? Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> we, we are all in denim yeah, right now. Totally <laughs> more denim, more denim. But I also think like with these like cycles, every time they come back, they're never the same. No. Like they come back and you hear like influences and stuff like that from the um, last popular era, but they all, again, they take on that... It's been reimagined. They're being reimagined, absolutely, and they have such a heavy influence on culture and stuff that they're always changing and evolving, but they do pretty much stick to a 20-, 30-year cycle pretty yeah. nicely. In saying that, this is like... um, It's just brought to mind, like, the way Australian indie kind of garage rock music came about, you know, in... Even just a number of years ago, it looks completely different than to what it does now. Mm-hmm. So you think of maybe an artist like The Chats. They're very, like, basic, you know, yeah. straight from the garage, like, recording on um, <laughs> whatever devices they've got. But then, you know, you, you move into, oh, what's a good example? Like, Spacey Jane, a massive Australian yeah. oh, indie artist right at now. the moment. Mm-hmm. It's the same idea. It's the same concept like the same maybe four or five piece band, same instruments, but then they just add like these layers of technology and editing onto it. And it just, I don't know, it's given it a really nice new life. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think, yeah, resurgence and evolution continue to alter old genre favourites because we have all this new technology now that makes music way more fun and way Mm. more creative. Like, yes, don't get me wrong, Queen... They did it all before yeah. there was like all this techno um, stuff that can help them out. And they like were fantastic. All acapella and guitars. Yeah. But this, we're able, could you imagine if they had that mm. technology, what they would have created? Oh, dude. It's kind of scary That's, when you think that. would be, that, hey. I think that would break the world. It like, would. Music would be over. Well, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody. Break, the world. <laughs> yeah. break it twice. Yeah, yeah no, I totally, yeah, I think, yeah, it's going to be mm. very, very interesting to see what comes out. It also makes it really accessible as well because now you you literally need a computer. Like, you don't even have to sing these days to be able to make music. Yeah. And also, you can record stuff at your own house. Mm. You can, like, just get a touchpad and make up some electronic music, as we were talking about before. And it's just so easy to make your own music. Like, you don't need the producers. You don't need all of this stuff. Just chuck it on SoundCloud and hope for the best. (laughs) I think that as well is going to continue to change what's popular is that there's just so much content out there now Mm. people have so much to choose from when they decide that this is like yep this is the stuff i like i also feel like with that one the creative industries is becoming more and more popular so this content is going to become more and more dense as people are seeing like olivia rodrigo and these people and they want to be like them Mm -hmm. so it's going to become so overcrowded within i feel like soundcloud and spotify so i'm really interested to see if there's going to be another platform or how music is going to be produced in like the future yeah, whether mm. um, Spotify will become the new SoundCloud. Yeah, for, true. And, and you're going to need something else for, you know, your big record label type um, artists who yeah. are like, no, I'm too official to be interacting with this, you yeah, know? Definitely. Okay, so basically a little uh, final finish-up question. Are there any genres you'd be interested in learning more about? Um, listening to them what are we thinking I am really trying to open up myself like um, there's this 
uh, I never used to like I used to be strictly like indie rock um, but now I'm really opening myself up to um, uh, oh what is it ASAP Rocky the, oh, his song yeah. Sundress very nice I'm obsessed like I know it's still got that really poppy feel about it but I'm like yeah good for me like I'm mm. branching out <laughs> um, so I'm trying to get into that because if that's the direction music is heading then I'm, I'm happy like I yeah. can live with that no definitely Harry what about you um, I think I would like to get into a bit of a controversial one a bit of punk rock I've never, ever in my life been interested in it at all, but I'm trying really hard. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Finally come to it. Um, but I've like started listening to songs by like uh, Bring Me the Horizon and stuff. And yeah, Ash is uh, in awe. I uh, love it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I won't lie. I like my 2014 era was just like all time low. Oh, <laughs> I, it's on repeat. Yeah. Mayday Parade was me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like songs like that, I just haven't really ever gotten into, but I feel like they're songs that I really want to sort of like get a grasp on and get some more knowledge about. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that. Mm. I dabble with a little bit of everything usually. I do like my emo and my punk rock, but I'm also a hardcore Harry Styles fan. <laughs> <laughs> One genre I really want to dabble with a bit more and get into is more of like the um, hip hop rap kind of side of things. I think I've neglected that in the past. I did listen to it a little bit like way back in the heyday. Um, but with like the mumble rap kind of era, I kind of lost interest. It just wasn't really my cup See, of tea. I feel it's hard for me to engage with those kinds of songs because I, I like to follow a melody. I like to like mm-hmm. follow a story yeah. that's greater than just the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, if we could like if there I don't know if anyone can suggest any songs to me um mm. that you know uh in the rap genre but also still have those like actual musical conventions yeah. that really engage yeah I am like I like I, I agree with that completely it just yeah I, I kind of lost sight of like rap music with that um era and I'm really like excited to see what comes after it mm. and I definitely sorry just to interrupt now right. I think that Brockhampton as we were talking about before is one uh group and like they're obviously rappers as well that are really easy to get into because they're not an offensive group like no. they're not on one side of the spectrum like they're right in the middle mm-hmm. and I feel like it's quite an easy way to get into rap because as you said with mumble rap it is very hard to sort quite of quite a niche market it is it mm-hmm. definitely is but it's definitely a popular market mm-hmm. But yeah. No, I agree. I really like Brockhampton. Mm. I've listened to a few of their songs on their new album that were really interesting. Yeah. And I just think, yeah, just to figure out where that's going to go and like the future of hip hop music really intrigues me. So I want to get more into that. I think that'd be really nice. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's really good. Um, cool. We're at 29 minutes. So I think what we'll do for the conclusion mm-hmm. is if I can ask maybe everyone to like say something that they're going to take away from today's. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of the podcast, but before we finish up, I would love to ask all of our hosts to sum up something that they were going to take away from today's podcast. Uh, I'm definitely going to be looking into Brockhampton. I really like the song you suggested um, for this podcast, Harry, but yeah, I'm going to branch out into that because I like how you said it's um, kind of in the middle of the spectrum. Yeah, no, definitely. Easy going. highly recommend for you. Yeah, sick. Mm. Um, for me, I really liked the discussion we had about the reflections of cultural, um, like trends and how that affects the industry. So I'm kind of, I'm really excited to see what comes next 
and see if I can like match it to what's going on in like society. Say, so, oh, that song. I'm like, oh, I can see those themes. Draw are the from parallels. Here. Yeah. Also, Fina, I'm checking out your favorite song. You please put on a really <laughs> nice high rate. High oh my god. Mm. Everyone, everyone, listen to Redhurst. Totally underrated. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll stop now. Um, yeah, I think for me, taking away from this, I would really like to delve deeper into the Spotify playlist that we've all created and just like see. Because I do know, obviously, Fina, Ash, and Kim quite well, but seeing their <laughs> seeing their side of music could be completely different to how I perceive them. And as we spoke about today, like so many people have different identities from like the face value to what you see behind the scenes. So getting to know you guys through your music could be uh, quite interesting. Oh, Harry, That's so shark. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Harry. That is the perfect reminder to listen to our playlist on Spotify. Um, we have a playlist each, so you can listen to our wonderful host and what their music taste is, as well as all the songs that are um, referenced in today's podcast will be in our episode one playlist. Um, we also have some social media, so everything is at Onkey Podcast. So go follow us on Instagram and Facebook and DM us if you have any topics you would like us to talk about or if you have any questions for us. And next time we'll be talking about PR and marketing within the music industry. So be sure to follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you can see every time we upload a new episode. Uh, yeah, so also jump over to our um, Instagram page. We'll have some polls up in the next couple of hours just for you guys to have a look at and uh, answer a few of our questions so we can use some of that content for next week. Yes, keep an eye out for any content coming to our Instagram and Facebook pages. I'm sure it'll be really riveting. Um, <laughs> you don't want to miss it. Yeah, leave us a review on Facebook or comment on our Instagram post. Let us know what you think. Okay, so we'll see you in our next episode. Bye. Catch us. See ya. Everybody gone see We be hitting every note because we keep it on key Playing in your systems Everybody gone see We be hitting every note because we keep it on key